You'd think that as a video game podcaster and comedian, my life is all fun and games. And honestly, you'd be right. About 90% of the time, it's, it's pretty sweet. But every morning, I deal with something very, very serious. My face. You don't become an Edmonton 6 overnight. It takes work. And in my case, it takes good facial hair. And fortunately, I have a great facial hair tag team partner in Harry's. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set and see what I'm talking about. Harry saw the tire fire that the shaving market had become and asked, how did it get like this? Crappy plastic razors, overpriced blades, all locked up like gold bars. And they said, no, we... We can fix this. And damn it, they did. Harry's ships premium quality razors right to your door. About once a month, I check my mail and there's that little box with everything I need to keep my kid presentable status. The blades stay sharp longer, which means an easier time getting my face in order in the morning. And the razors don't look like a dumb piece of plastic that a junior high schooler uses to take care of their peach fuzz. You have the facial hair of a man now. Shave like one. I actually leave my razor handle on the bathroom counter all the time just because it looks so damn classy. Harry's blades are German engineered and they're made to last. They're the best blades on the market for the best price and you don't even have to go out to get them. Set your delivery schedule and shave like a king. I know it sounds sarcastic, but I'm being serious. I've used Harry's forever. These blades are really freaking good. Highest reviews in the industry. A money back guarantee that you're not going to need and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. Remember the Game is brought to you by my website, abcomedy.net. Uh, as you may or may not know, I'm a comedian by night. And as much as I love talking about old video games, uh, telling jokes is how I actually pay my bills. So please check out my website. Uh, In addition to old episodes of this podcast, you'll find my blog, videos of my stand-up, all of my upcoming shows, and my contact information. If you need a comedian for your next fundraiser, corporate event, house party, whatever you got going on, uh, hit me up. Again, it's abcomedy.net. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to it. Please leave us a good review. uh, And most importantly, please tell a friend. I'd really appreciate it. There'll be a new episode every single Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for the support. I hope you enjoy the show. This is the big one, episode 25. Happy Boxing Day, Merry Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever. Welcome back to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where every week a buddy comes by and the two of us sit down and geek out about a game from back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I am recording this one a few days ago. It's currently the 21st. Uh, I'm getting it done now so I can get it uploaded because I'm on the road on Boxing Day. I hope everybody had a great Christmas or whatever it is you do during this time of year. I hope you got some games and you spent some time with family and ate and drank and all that good stuff. Uh, This week, I don't know how many downloads I'm going to get this week because this is kind of one of those obtuse titles that no one's really played. Um, 
Obviously not. This is Chrono Trigger. This is the number one game I have had people request to come on the show and do. I probably had a half a dozen different people ask if they could come on and do it. I decided to do it with my buddy Tyler. He is back because he was the first one to ask. Uh, fair game. Uh, and I'm not going to lie to you guys. I, uh, <laughs> I've been sitting on this one for a couple of months, so I don't remember exactly when Tyler and I recorded it, but it was, it was probably in October-ish. And um, I've sat on, on uploading it, partially because I didn't want to burn all of the best games in the business in the first, like, 20 episodes of the podcast, and partially because I have got some mixed opinions of this game. I've got some criticisms, uh, and I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was afraid if I uploaded it too early, everyone would listen to it, and I'd just get shit on for coming down on Chrono Trigger. So I'm going to put it up while I'm on holidays, and then at least I don't have to deal with the backlash that's coming for it. Um, and just, I mean, you're going to find out, you're going to get to the episode, you got this far, you'll listen. Uh, I don't hate it. I, I just, I didn't play this one as a kid, like I did a lot of the other ones. And I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. I wonder if this is a, this might be a perfect example for just how big of a bump a game gets for nostalgia purposes, because Chrono Trigger is universally considered one of the greatest RPGs of all time. And I'm not, I won't sit here and say it sucks. It's very good. Um, but I don't think it's better than a lot of the other RPGs on the Super Nintendo. And I think that's because I grew up with the other ones and I didn't grow up with this one. So they all get that bump that it doesn't get, you know. And I do wonder, and it's not a bad thing, but I do wonder sometimes we look back on these old games with kind of rose-colored glasses because we were, we remember them so fondly as kids. Um, that said, I guarantee you there's some Chrono Trigger diehards listening to this right now that are like, fuck you, and that's it, I'm done with the show. Please listen, Tyler loves the game, Tyler defends it, and I don't entirely shit on it, I just have some points to bring up about it. It's a great game, it was released in March 11th, 1995 on the Super Nintendo, everyone knows that if you're a JRPG fan, you have played Chrono Trigger, uh, it is the ace of spades of the SNES RPG deck in a lot of people, card deck in a lot of people's eyes. And uh, it was fun to talk about it. So uh, that's all I'm going to say about it till I get to the actual podcast with Tyler. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, if you like the podcast, please sign up for our Facebook group, facebook.com slash game. We're also on Twitter at game. We throw follow-backs to everyone that follows us. You can find the podcast on Spotify and Stitcher now. I don't really know if I need to mention that on here because if you're listening to this and you're on one of those services, you already know that. And if you like the show, please leave us a review. Please leave a comment on YouTube, something I'd really appreciate it. I'm trying to read a review or a comment every week, but I don't really have that many to read. Uh, this week is coming off of YouTube from uh, Veternal, who I know exactly who that is. And thanks for listening, buddy. And uh, it's uh, keep the podcast coming. They're a great trip down memory lane. And that was the whole point of the show. So, dude, thank you so much for saying that. Thanks for listening. Um, the only other thing I want to get to is what I'm playing in my game of the year this year because uh, this one's going up on Boxing Day. The next one I post is going to be in January. So uh, all I'm playing right now is uh, is the Messenger on Switch. It's, it's really cool. It's an indie title. It's a Ninja Gaiden throwback. Gaiden, Gaiden, whatever you want to call it. And it's cool. It's got a time-traveling element to it. And when you're in the past, you're playing an 8-bit game with 8-bit music. And then when you go to the future, you're playing a 16-bit game with 16-bit music. But it's the same game. They just warp the the maps and the and the screens and stuff. Really good. Hard as fuck. But it's like, like difficult, not gangster. But awesome. I really like it. Uh, and I'm also still slowly plugging through Metroid on the NES. Uh, speaking of hard, holy fuck. And I know that I got Smash Brothers coming up in a couple of days, and then that's going to take over my life for a few weeks. So that's those, that's what I'm playing. Uh, sorry, I got distracted there. My game of the year. 
Keep in mind that I don't have a PS4 or an Xbox One anymore, so I didn't play Red Dead 2, I didn't play God of War, I didn't play any of those things. Uh, I am unbiasedly a Nintendo fanboy now, I don't deny that. I am thinking about getting a PS4 again, I really miss it, but... My game of the year this year is Hollow Knight. It is a phenomenal indie game. It is available on Steam, and it's also on the Switch. I don't think it's on PS4 or Xbox, at least not yet. It is a Metroidvania. Uh, phenomenal. It's beautiful. I love the mechanics. I love the gameplay. The controls are tight. It's very hard, but uh, very rewarding. Phenomenal. It's And it's dirt cheap. It's like under 20 bucks. So if you have access to it, I, I fucking implore you guys, play Hollow Knight. It is runaway my game of the year. I adore this game. So please play it. Uh, I guess that's all uh, looking at my list of things. That's everything I had to, to talk about. Uh, I'm trying to get better at this. So with that said, episode 25, it's the holidays. It's the end of the year. It's the one everyone's been waiting for. We're going to get to our conversation about Chrono Trigger. Leave a comment. I'd like to know what you guys think of Chrono Trigger. I'd also like to know what your game of the year is. I'm going to start a thread on the Facebook page. Please weigh in. I'm very curious. I want to know what's out there that I need to be playing that I'm not playing. Um, yeah, let's just let's just talk video games. Video games are fun. That's enough. I'm gonna get to the chat with Tyler. Cue the music, and uh, by by great demand, here we go. Tyler and I sit down and we remember the game Chrono Trigger for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone. Like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac, and every 15 minutes on the clock, they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account, and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If if you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a crash plan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Uh, 
Uh, okay, so this week, as I have said in the intro, but I'm going to repeat it for the sake of uh, finding a way to start the podcast, I'm joined once again by my old friend Tyler Sabrin. Tyler, how are you, buddy? Doing great. Excellent. Now, this game is, uh, is absolutely, unequivocally, the most requested game Really? Since I started this podcast, really? yes, everybody that is not everybody, but like an overwhelming majority of the people that have messaged me about coming on this podcast have mentioned this game, and you were just the first one to ask, and I was like, yeah, you 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 called it, that's cool. Yeah, uh, I've been. Uh, uh, I was going to say we're talking Chrono Trigger, but I would have said that in the intro as well. This is a good start, Adam. Forty seconds in, <laughs> we're talking Chrono Trigger. <laughs> when uh, this is uh, this is this is uh, this is a big fish, man. This is mm. one of the big catches on that old Super Nintendo library can you hear you through the headphones yeah they work great perfect yeah uh so uh i'll start with you because uh, uh you are gonna know this game better than me yeah. why are you so excited to talk a little chrono trigger uh i think like it's the first rpg i played where <clears throat> like probably the first rpg i played where i knew what was going on i think i was in grade five or four or something and all the rpgs i played before that were like uh pc based dungeon and dragon one or text based where i was like i don't like reading sure. i'm a you know child at that point and <laughs> chrono trigger was the first one where i really got involved in it and grinded it out and played it to completion you know and it it was the gateway drug into doing uh final fantasy 6 you know and getting into the mm-hmm. role-playing genre really. yeah yeah and not not just you know casually picking it up and being like oh this isn't as good as super mario 3 oh fuck yeah it's you know what's funny is like so i never played it growing up i uh and it's funny because i loved rpgs growing up but i don't and i didn't know like and i had a lot of friends that were video well i didn't have a lot of friends but the friends i had (laughs) were all video game nerds like me and i don't think i knew a single person that owned chrono trigger i didn't even know it existed until i lived two blocks away and we never hung out i was hurt by it but (laughs) <laughs> you know, you could have come over and played. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I should have. Is it, uh, man? It's uh, okay. So I can't. I don't. I'm going to get into the details. Anyone that's listening to this knows what Chrono Trigger is. Right. But I think when most people like when you think of RPGs, particularly from that era, I think the first thing that pops up is probably Final Fantasy. Yeah. Just because Final Fantasy is like the big title. the the behemoth of those RPGs. Yeah, and they never came out. They came out with like a, <laughs> a crappy sequel to Chrono Trigger, and it had nothing to do with the. The original, really. Oh, did I, I was going to ask that. Like, I never I, played it. I it was played, Chrono Cross, right? Yeah, yeah. I played it for about, like, probably 10 hours in, and I was like, this is garbage. Okay. This isn't Chrono. Now, I will promise you, because I've already gotten feedback from other people on other podcasts, somebody listening to this right now was like, fuck you, Chrono Cross is good. That guy's a fucking idiot. So yeah. well, we've, we've lost one listener already. Fuck him. Yeah, or her. Or her. Yeah, it's 2018. Let's be fair. Zer. I don't, yeah, Zer. I don't need, I don't need any heat from the fucking... Anybody? Uh, <laughs> um, be, be, be contradiction or uh, uh, controversial. Controversial. At a boy. Yeah. So like first m- coffee today. So <laughs> just warming up. When most people think of RPGs from those days, yeah, you think of Final Fantasy, and I mean, like, I mean, like personally, like, I think of Final Fantasy. I think of Earthbound. Yeah. Um, yep. I don't think of Chrono Trigger, and then I finally like played. Uh, so I bought it on my Vita, and if you've never played the PlayStation version, have you played the PlayStation version of it? No. It is borderline unplayable because the menus take like five, six seconds to load every single time you open them. Oh. It was the same thing on like the PS1 disc version and everything. And there, it's like, I guess if you're I'm, the most I'm patient. a really gross face right now. Yeah. Like, oh, if, no. if you're like the most patient dude in the world, I suppose it's not that big a deal. But mm. no, I am not that. So fuck that noise. Well, and I think that's <clears> one of the, the things with Chrono Trigger is it's like 
a person who doesn't have a lot of patience, it's the RPG for them because it's very quick moving. It is, yeah. And that's one of the things I was going to get into with it. So like, so then I ended up, I ended up like, yeah, I don't care. I, I, I ended up, uh, I was going to say originally I, I downloaded a ROM, but I didn't. Originally I bought it on the Wii or the Wii U on one of the virtual consoles, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. And played it almost all the way. I've never finished Chrono Trigger, oh, okay. which is something you and I can get into because yeah. of the ending of it. Uh, but like right away, I was like, "Yeah, this is pretty." Like it looks phenomenal. Yeah. Like right off the hop, like it looks like a cartoon. Yeah. You know, and I, and I have a soft spot for those Final Fantasy 16-bit sprite style. You know what I mean? Like yeah. though, but this one is so much bigger and animated and cartoonish kind of looking. Well, and each sprite has several <laughs> facial expressions. Yeah, and they blend well. And, you know, they're limited in what they had. Like, I, I don't even know the exact number, but six. We'll say they have six expressions, six unique expressions, mm-hmm. you know, from uh, one character, you know, their little charge up, like, woohoo. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like the celebration. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Instead of just raising their <clears throat> arms like in Final Fantasy. Where yeah. Just, woo. Yeah. And, like, and that's the thing is, like, as great as the Final Fantasies are, and as much as I love that sprite art, is it your headphones too tight? No, no, it's good. Uh, they, uh... <clears throat> They're they're very limited in what they can do. Like they can mm-hmm. lay down, or yeah. they can stand. You know, they have like in, in six compared to four, they have a couple more things. But like you play Chrono Trigger, and when I play Chrono Trigger, I think uh, you know what it reminds me of is the one I did play as a kid with Secret of Evermore. Oh yeah, and it's like that. Like their running animations are so over the top and like loose looking. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. almost in a way, it's like playing. I wouldn't quite call it an anime. Yeah, but but it, did you even do you remember? <clears throat> so you didn't play the SNES version, but the uh, the even the I, I have. I put it on my SNES Classic and oh, did play it. So, so the instruction manual that the original like SNES cartridge came with, like it was all like anime style for. Oh, the, I didn't know that the cartoon work, like the Final Fantasy <clears throat> games. I forget what the artist's name, but there was like a whole concept artist and really like fantastic fantasy art that was so over the top. Mm-hmm. Whereas Chrono Trigger like had anime art to it. That's cool. And it, you know, as you're reading, like as a kid, I would look at the the instruction manual and be like, I want to watch this cartoon. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see this be a thing. And yeah. I think there was maybe a Japanese anime. I remember seeing something about that. It's funny because like I mean during its time it was it was I think the people that liked it liked it, but you can't tell me that it was like one of the like most popular titles on the Super Nintendo because it wasn't. There's a reason that it's so expensive to buy now the cart because yep. not a ton of them sold back then. You know what I mean? Like I didn't even know it existed. Mm-hmm. Uh again, granted pre-internet for you young kids. But uh it's uh what's up? Oh, oh sorry um but it's it's pretty it's um it, it looks great I, I love the cartoon style sorry i'm kind of flustered here i uh this one's just such a big game there's a lot to talk about okay so we'll get into this we'll get into the story first mm-hmm. one of the things i really did enjoy because i'm not gonna lie to you and i should have said this right off the top here we are like seven minutes in uh i have some criticisms of this game i do like i'm like and, and like if you were to like put a gun to my head i'll take final fantasy or earthbound over chrono trigger all day um, I could see Final Fantasy. So, and the way I compare them is like <clears throat> Chrono Trigger is Animal Farm. Final Fantasy is 1984. You know yeah. the George Orwell novels, right? Animal Farm's like the introduction to his style of thinking. 1984 <laughs> is like a really fleshed out. You know, this is what's wrong with government, and it's a much thicker novel, much more adult novel, mm-hmm. right? And that's what Chrono Trigger is. The like here is a nice introduction to RPGs, right? And and then Final Fantasy, they're much bigger. There's much more characters. They're yeah. much more involved. Yeah. So naturally, they're going to be the better game. See, like, yeah. And I don't even think necessarily that it's they're better. 
there's just things about Chrono Trigger that I'm like, eh, like I'm kind of like, eh, I'm okay on this. And I'll get in, I'll get into that. Okay. okay. So the story is cool. We're not going to rehash the entire story. Chances are you've played it. If you haven't, there's going to be some spoilers in here, but I can't imagine you're listening to this if you haven't played Chrono Trigger. One of the aspects I really enjoy about it is the time travel thing thing. Oh, yeah. And when I first started playing it, I thought maybe it was going to be a little gimmicky and a little stupid, but mm-hmm. it's really cool how each era changes so much. And I love that you can go back to an era, do something and then come back to an era and something has changed. Right. right you know what right. I mean? Uh, I think they did. And I love the fact that it's the exact same, well, not the exact same, but it's, it's the same footprint. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, and, uh, and that's one of the things I do like about Chrono Trigger that I actually prefer over some other games is that the world isn't too big. No. Nope. You know, like it's like when I play a game like, like Final Fantasy six or even four or any of them, uh, when a game is so big that I'm like, there's, there's just, I feel like I'm, I feel guilty if I don't get everything, but I don't have the patience to get everything. Right. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, exactly. And I, I like, so like Grand Theft Auto is a really good example of that for me. Oh. It's like Grand Theft Auto 5, I've maybe done 0.2% of the things. I get just stifled by options and yeah. what I can do. Yeah, it's overwhelming. Right. So then like <clears throat> a game like Red Dead Redemption where there's less to do. I've completed completely. Right, right. So Chrono Trigger, there's less to do. I've completed most of it. I when I was younger, I think I did everything. And, sure. You know, beat the uh, Lavos every way you could, like right at the beginning. Right. You yeah. Know, there's a bunch of ways after you first beat it. And that's one of it. yeah, and that's one of the cool things that I actually haven't done yet is gone and fight Lavos because you could basically go fight them anytime you want. Like yeah. it hits a point. Like it's yeah. you know not anytime you want, but like it's what. 20 hours in yeah about that give or take yeah where like they're like yeah go get them when you're ready to get them but there's yep. a ton of mission and this is where one of my it's it's not even necessarily it's i gotta be careful because i don't want to piss off all the hardcore chrono trigger fans it's not Do even it. necessarily a criticism it's a personal taste Do i don't it. be controversial piss them off uh chrono trigger sucks and fuck off <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no no my issue with chrono trigger and again it's a personal preference thing is there's like i think there's 13 endings yeah. Or something. Some, there's a large amount. And it's all based on decisions you make and all the side quests you mm-hmm. accomplish and things like that, right? And I'm like, I, I have, I'm this type of person that wants to do everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not beating this game 13 times. Like right. when I read that, I was like, nah. And it almost turns me off from finishing it, period. Well, you can do a like game plus mode. So then you start over with all of your right. items. and. But No, no. Level. I get that you're not playing all the way from start over, yeah. over again. But still, like you still have to go through the ending over and over and over again, right? And yeah. I'm like, and that kind of like... As a personal preference, I don't care for that. I'm like, let me just finish the game and just be done with the game, you know? As Give a, me two innings. As a kid, I would, uh, you know, I chased a couple of the innings. I probably did, you know, four or five of them. The one where right on Game Plus, you beat them, and it's awesome, right? Like, you're like, oh, wow, I did that right at the beginning. Well, yeah. world saved. Done. Yeah, done. Yeah. <laughs> um, now I would just go look them up on YouTube. I'd beat it one way, and then right. be like, oh, there's lots of endings. I'm going to go see what everybody else did. And-, and that's where I'll end up doing, I think. But that's what stifled me. Like, I'm probably 35 hours in. Like, mm-hmm. I have all the characters. I've done it. You know, I just have, I have probably four or five side quests to go do, and I don't want to finish it mm-hmm. because I'm like, I know I'm going to miss stuff, mm-hmm. and that bugs me. And it's like, and, I, and it really, since, like, maybe it's just me, and maybe other people are listening to this, and they're like, that's part of the charm of the game. But if you want my honest opinion, and and... Maybe I'm wrong. It it all like it kind of feels tacky. It kind of feels like they were just like this like they finished it or maybe and they were like this game's not that long. <laughs> well, let's just put a way to play it through over like to do it over and over and over and over and over. Uh, and that I just maybe it's just me. I just I'm like I like games with two or three endings. Give me yeah. like the the primo ending, the okay ending, the cheap ending. I'll finish it once and then I'll watch the other ones and I'll wash my hands of it. That doesn't bother me. 
Yeah, I could see maybe that they did it because of the time travel thing. Like, oh, uh, if you could time travel, maybe you could just go beat them whenever you want. I mean, sure, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I get that like that has to be in there, and I and like, like I say, I like the option. I just wish again that it was like two or three, and that's mm-hmm. just again just me. I'm sure people are listening. To, I'm going to get hate messages when I post this one, and people are going to be like, "Fuck you, you don't." That's part of the charm of it and everything. And I'm like, maybe, maybe it is. But it could, yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know. I and like I didn't look too far into it when I first played it, so I just kind of beat it the ways that I figured out, and then was like, "All right, now I'll come back to this whenever I want to redo the story." Right. I don't know, man. It was weird. It was because the first twenty hours, I would say, like basically until you. Oh yeah. So is it Magus? Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. That's how you say it, right, mm-hmm. Magus? Yeah. Uh, did you did you recruit him or did you kill him? Oh, absolutely recruited him. You have he was to, a right? Badass, right? You have yeah. to. Once I recruited him, I was like, he's never leaving my party either because yeah. he's a fucking tank. He's the well, coolest character in the game. First of all, I was like, what is that <clears> weapon? <throat> when I first played it, right? Like I'm sure again in grade four or sure. five, and I was like, what is that weapon? And my dad's like, that's a piece of farm equipment. And I'm like. What? <laughs> no one that badass uses farm equipment. That is the death. Yeah, yeah. Death. <laughs> no, they use that to cut hay down. Yeah, that's a hay day. cutter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he's he's a tank. I love him. I love uh, uh, Frog. Yeah. Frog's fucking wicked. Um, but I just like, once I recruited everybody, basically I got to the point where they were like, you can go fight Magus, if you, or not Magus, pardon me, Lavos. Uh, Lavos, if you want to, or go. And there's like that old guy at the center of time and he's mm-hmm. telling you like, go, there's a guy here that needs this. There's a stone here that needs, basically listing off the side quests for you to go complete. Yeah. And I lost all incentive to play it. And I, I was just like, cause I know I got to go do all those if I want the primo ending. And yeah. And you like, you get really primo weapons from a lot of those. Sure. That's kind of the. And it felt like, I don't know. It seems a little backtracky, and it's funny because I do like the small worlds, but at the same time, I was like, I'm getting sick of fucking this small little world over and over and over, well, even and, if it is different. And pretty much up into that point, it's like it's like a fast paced, fairly linear, yep. fast paced, like exciting story. <clears throat> sure, there's not a lot of lulls where it's like, well, how the fuck do I do this part? Yeah, you know, it's it's yeah. pretty much like, oh, you're going here now. Oh, you're being arrested for mm-hmm. kidnapping the princess who she basically kidnapped you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, right. Like, like and like, and that's where, like, that's where I was really enjoying it. Was that first, like I say, about twenty hours? Like, mm-hmm. we were recruiting the team and and going through the story, and the story's linear. And I was like, this is. I was like, I was really getting into it. Mm-hmm. And then it basically was just like, okay, well, these are all the things you can go do, or go fight the boss, do whatever you want. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. And that I almost felt the same way in Final Fantasy VI. Uh, yeah. when you get to the dark world yeah, yeah, and I hit a point where I'm just like, all right, I've had it. I'm, I'm done with this. You know what I mean? Like, I, and I think that's why I have such a soft spot for earth. Not that this is another podcast. This is Chrono Trigger. But that's why I have such a soft spot for earthbound because mm-hmm. earthbound is, have you played it? I, I, I did, but I, again, that was one of those RPGs that I played and I was like, this is way above my head when okay. I was younger okay. and then just never got into it. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's as linear, I think, as an earth, as an RPG can get. Mm-hmm. And I, that's what I like mm-hmm. is it's like, give me a long meaty game with a good story, but I like the lineality. You know what I mean? Like for the most part, I like being able to just they go here now, go here now. Don't, don't give me a list of things to do. And maybe that's just me. I know I, I I'm, I'm, I'm not, I know it's not just, or I know it is just me. I know a majority of people love this game. Well, and that's, that's how I am with like the Fallout series, the new Fallout series. Sure. Since they, you know, Bethesda took it over like and three four yeah mm-hmm. three four new vegas all that um is i get just stifled by all the side shit to do yeah. where i'm just like ah, yeah i just want you know want to get a story that i can just go and quickly rip off and you right. know, know how it ends yeah right? yeah and i think part of the problem with it too was i just didn't have this big incentive to go do all the side quests mm-hmm. because i was like well everyone for basically the whole game they plant the seed that like lavos is 
like the devil like you've got to go get rid of like he's gonna destroy every yeah. so then i was like well where the fuck is my urge to like they're like and i can't think of them off the top of my head but like there's there's somebody in the prehistoric times that need your help or something like that Yeah, that's the sunstorm right and i'm just like that. i don't give a fuck that they need my help i have to go kill him because he's going to destroy every i don't give a shit about his problems you know what i mean like and i didn't feel this like incentive to go do any of these side quests because like i gotta go fight okay i'll, I'll stop shitting on yeah. everyone's favorite game now because it's not all bad there's a lot of great to this game. yeah and i think did so did you try to beat him without getting any of the side quests i haven't i'm yeah. like I, you I should was, go try and beat him without doing the side quests because then you'll get your ass kicked and be like oh i should go go do this is that yeah yeah, yeah. i should go get that rainbow sword because I, I just found out uh, i was talking to my buddy lee and i'm playing it through on my phone right now it's okay. like my favorite you know oh i'm taking a shit at work yeah, I'm gonna yeah, go yeah. play chrono trigger mm-hmm. um and my buddy lee was like oh the rainbow sword is not the best sword you can get what <laughs> so i just had like a, oh. a current like what there's a better sword yeah, that yeah, chrono yeah. can have than the rainbow sword yeah and that's like a whole quest series where you have to move this. I think it's like a shell you have to put in the sun and bake it in the sun from prehistoric. Like I love the oh, multi-time yeah. quests. Yeah. Like um, the one with the robot where you go to the medieval era, 600 AD or whatever, and you give it to, uh, you give the robot hangs out with this chick planting, you know, all these seeds. And in Chrono's time, when you travel back to it, this huge lush forest is there all of a sudden that wasn't there before and you're like right. oh wow and you find the robot just all broken down it's like man i've been here for a thousand years planting trees <laughs> oh dude it's been about five minutes yeah for yeah us, it but was 30 sweet. seconds yeah. yeah i do like that like i will say as much as i'm kind of like yeah and all the side quests and all the endings uh i do i do love the concept of traveling through time into all these different worlds and all these like little side quests that do come with like go back in time get this come here do that you know what I mean? like i yeah. think that's really i think that's very clever because they didn't have to build this huge world well and everybody you talk to every not not everybody but like a vast majority of people have like foreshadowing to things that they're referencing that yeah. will be in the future or you know things from the past that yeah. you'll run into that's what i really like is the story is w- well crafted and then uh you know just kind of it's one of those subtle things, right? Like you talk to somebody and they're talking about their great grandfather who mm-hmm. fought in the fiend war and you're like, oh yeah. And then you run into him when you travel back in time. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. Oh, right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so that's one of the other things I was going to say I do like a lot is the, is, is the, the characters and the way that you have all these characters from all these different eras kind of meshing. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. uh, like truthfully, like I, I think that Chrono and uh is it moral is that how you say it moral? yeah i never say it right marley moral whatever marley i always said but i was i think i was being like ah bob marley Mar- yeah <laughs> okay. and then what uh is it Lu- luca lucia Lu- 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 luca lucia lucia Lu- i don't know whatever i anyway. bet you there's japanese names for oh all i'm these sure characters so like it's like yeah the three characters from like the main like from the present yeah uh i actually find them slightly bland it's like they're not awful, but it's I like the characters from the past and the characters from the future. Like I love uh, Robo. Uh, well, Robo's rad. He's Frog. My, he's my favorite. Robo's awesome. I love yeah. I love Frog. Yeah. And then what's her name from the like ancient times? Alia. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like I love the like I love like combining like her with like with Robo, and it's like they're they're millions of years apart, but oh, yeah. it's so cool like that they that's what like so it's not so much that the main character that the that the, the present characters are bland. I just really get a kick out of watching like characters from the old days combined with characters from the like that's yeah, to yeah. me the charm of the game is yeah. that kind of thing for sure 
And and I like that each character, like, so I like those two characters, Alia, Alia or whatever, and the Robo, their theme music is really good. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing is, like, they kind of have, like, Robo's little, like, rock and roll. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Robo's pretty rad. And then, uh, like, uh, like I say, I mean, like, I think Magus is, like, the best. The coolest guy ever. Yeah. It would be like recruiting Sephiroth in Final Fantasy VII. Absolutely. That's what it is. You're when, recruiting Sephiroth. When I first saw Sephiroth, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. They just took Magnus and made him way cooler. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> and here's the thing is like playing through it, because the first time I played through it on my virtual console, I never got to the part where you could recruit Magnus. I stopped. Yeah. So this time playing through it, I had no idea you could recruit him because I'd managed to avoid spoilers. I never read anything about the right. game. So like, I won't lie to you. That was like epic. Like in one of my top video game like nerd out moments ever, when I like ran into him and he's like, "Should we finish this or whatever?" And then you're like, "And choose to fight him or not fight him." I think is what it is. Yeah. And if you don't fight him, he joins you. Yeah. And I was like, and I and I chose not fight him, and then he joined our group, and I like lost my mind. I was like, "No way!" I was like, and I expected to have him for like thirty seconds or something. When I was younger, I think uh, this is one of those like, "Oh, you go to the schoolyard and you're like, ah, beat Magus yeah, last yeah, night." Yeah. Everybody's like, "Beat him." Mm-hmm. You didn't recruit him what what yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> go home and then go back see which save files closest and be like oh man i just yeah. lost 10 hours but i want that i want him on my phone that's team. really cool man that yeah. you can recruit the main villain and he's not the main villain anymore but leading up to it you think he's the main villain you really do like like yeah. there's a you you don't find out about lavos right away you go back to the past you rest you have that whole like uh what you the butterfly effect because the princess takes the place as of the queen yeah and then all of a sudden she disappears and uncreates herself yeah. from not because the frog, nobody saved the queen because yeah. they didn't realize she was missing. So then you figure that's all done with and you end up in the future and you find out the world's destroyed by this creature. You end up back in the past and you find out that Magnus summons this creature. So you think it's kind of like, a, oh, this is the bad guy. Then yeah. He summons that's the what, creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to find out that he was part of like a, an advanced magical society that was destroyed and his whole reason for summoning it is revenge. It's like, oh, yes. Yeah, it's cool. Yes. <laughs> and, like, and that's the only reason I didn't fight him is like it's the RPG fan in me just being like just out of the blue. I ran into the like the former bad guy now mm. that I've realized there's a more powerful bad guy. Yeah. And I ran into him and I'm like, I wonder if I don't fight him if something I didn't think he'd join. I thought maybe he would like sulk help me or i'd get an item you know what i mean or something so i was like no like that's just rpg 101 if you run into a main character like that off to the side like there's a reason he's there yeah yeah. so i was like no i'm not gonna fight him i want to see i want to see what what happens here and then when i found out i could use him i was like wow and then seriously like he never left my i don't think he ever left like it almost became too easy at points because he had this one attack fuck's it called it like basically summons like this giant like explosion yeah, the, someone's listening to this the and knows. Dome one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just Chrono gets that too. I think it's like a big. Dome. Yeah, me, is it Metronome? Uh, no, something? no. Uh, I can't remember what Doesn't, it's called, and I'm not that far on. I'm recently playing through some, it again, and I can't remember what the spell is called. Again, some nerd is. Yeah, we're yeah. all nerds. When I call you a nerd, it's a term of endearment. But someone is like, "Oh, it's called this." The fuck. Just watch out when he calls you a geek. Yeah, the geek yeah, is like uh, geek is racist. But, but nerd is fine. Um, but yeah, once you get him in your party, it's like because you have to have Chrono. Yeah. Except for when you lose him, but then you go and bring him back. Oh, spoiler alert! Uh, I, people know. Well, and that's one of those things that when I played Final Fantasy VII, when I lost Aerith, I was like, oh, well, it's like Chrono Trigger. I'll yeah. just bring her back. You'll get eventually. her back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I didn't. I was so mad. It's Fuck. funny. It's funny because like, can you beat the game without going to get him back? I think so. That's one of the endings you is can it? do. Yeah. Because I won't lie to you. Like I was when he was gone, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm good. 
I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, Frog can take his place as you the leader you, of the team. You didn't name Chrono Adam, did you? Oh no, I leave them all the same. <laughs> and, I, and I was just like, nah. You know what? Like, I was like, I gotta go through these hoops to get them back. I'm like, nah. I was so, like, the first time I played through, I named him me, and I like whatever girl I had a crush on was the the princess, and mm-hmm. you know. I didn't even bother with the purple-haired chick. I was like, fuck this bitch nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking geek. She is a geek. Um, and, like, I would name the frog my best friend and, you know, just yeah, yeah. whatever. So then when I lost Crow, I was like, what? What do you mean my my character? My, is, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead? This is bullshit. Yeah, I had no urge to, to, to save him. I really didn't. I was like, I was like frog's the leader now. And it, I was like, because he's awesome and he's, and he's strong. Yeah, he is. I was like, I liked him a lot. Uh, I was like, and then he's got his arch nemesis slash new tag team partner Magus riding shotgun with him, and then <laughs> and then I just sub out Robo uh, or uh, Marl, Merle, whatever, yeah. or uh, or the the cave girl, cave girl all the way. Well, but I, I like I like Robo and and Marl because they can heal really good. Yeah, yeah. So and then okay, so then that's something else I was gonna get into, and this is absolutely absolutely my favorite thing about Chrono Trigger is the combat. Yeah, absolutely. Because the combos, because of the combos are rad, and yeah. the way you learn new combinations are pretty rad. Mm-hmm. And the way that, like, just to, like I know that a lot of them are kind of like similar. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, he threw ice in the air, and then I sliced it, or he threw fire in the air, and I sliced. But I still think that's really cool that yeah. they like as they work together, they learn, they level up as a team and learn combinations together. Yeah. I thought that was really cool touch. Oh yeah, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it, Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash remember the game. Um, and and there's not a lot to learn so the first time like the first time i played through i was like oh i got one i think it's tp or what is it for your team point or your tech point yeah tech point yeah yeah so i got one tp i was like oh that doesn't seem like very much and then you look and it's only 10 to learn the first ability you're like oh okay so this will go quick yeah yeah. but then like it actually as it progresses it takes a long time and you don't get new ones you know no you, you need to earn them yeah, yeah you need to earn them but uh whereas I, like final fantasy with the materia there's so many of them and you just you find them pretty yeah. regularly until you you know you're looking for the summons and there's quest side quests for them and stuff yeah. right um, but for the most part you know you find like a new materia every 
you know, 30 minutes, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got a real kick out of that. Like, the combinations. Uh, I love the way the combat even just looks. It just looks more like a fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not just, it's not, like, and, I, like, and I'm not shitting at all on, on, old, on old JRPGs, because I love the whole, like, bad guys on one side, good guys on the other. Mm-hmm. They barely move. Mm-hmm. They just swing their sword in the air, and then that's an attack. You know, like, I'm totally down with all that. But Chrono Trigger really did a great job of making it look like there was an actual fight. Like, they spread out their attacks. Yeah. They actually move and attack each other. Yeah, and they, and <clears> the enemies would move around a little bit so then if you had like a an attack that would hit a combination of enemies yeah like i loved that like i would always sit there and be waiting for them you had to, to save cluster yeah, yeah. up and then i'd be like oh whirlwind i thought that was a like or not a, whirlwind cyclone sorry yes uh i thought that was a fantastic touch and then uh absolutely the best thing about chrono trigger is the minimal, if not any, random encounters. Yeah. I know there's the odd one where you walk into an area and the bad guys drop down and it would be the same as it just popping up on a map. Yeah. But for the most part, you can see them and you can avoid them if you want to. Yeah. And And there's... It's perfect. And it it doesn't make you grind. Like, you can can level up just playing the story and doing the, you know, the fights you have to do. Yeah. So, you know... One of my biggest criticisms of, like, old school JRPGs is, is when you try to, like, explore... And you go to an area you're clearly OP for, and uh, and you get stuck in these fucking random encounters that are just waste of time. Yeah, yeah. Against guys you're gonna kill in like 20 seconds. So you get not, then the 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 XP you get out of it isn't even worth your time. And it just like it, to me like it ruins the enjoyment of exploring because mm-hmm. you're like just like no 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 like and then it and you get into another fight. You're like fuck off. Yeah. Whereas at least in Chrono Trigger, if you try to backtrack, most of the time you can avoid battles if you want to, mm-hmm. which I thought was like. I don't understand how more games didn't do that. Like, well, and, and it's probably, like you said, where Chrono Trigger wasn't a huge success or a huge hit. It, you know, it's like the, the Beastie Boys album, you know, the slow burner where 10 years later it's really popular. Sure, yeah. But at the time, yeah. nobody heard of it, right? Yeah, yeah that's probably fair. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would I, honestly be that my, my, my biggest, like the things I liked the most about it, the things I disliked the most about it. I think part of the reason I'm sour on it compared to some of the other RPGs on it is because I just didn't play it as a kid. Yeah. You did. Yeah. So you've got the There's nostalgia for and it. And yeah. I'm sure a lot of people feel the same way. I, I and like my, my favorite thing is the music <clears throat> in it. The music in it. It's great music. Absolutely. And it's it's engaging music. It sets the the mood for the game it's always really exciting really like you know you know as we were saying the game is really fast paced up until the 20 hour mark Mm -hmm. um and the music i think plays a big role like you always feel like you're in this epic adventure yeah i agree with that and it's just so fast moving i i like yeah i would say i like the music better than like a mega man or lots of the other iconic soundtracks it's just it's one of the ones where if there's a new symphony that puts out a chrono trigger you know orchestra symphony you know composition of the chrono trigger music i'll download it that's fair yeah i would say that like it's it's i'm sitting here saying that i like most the other rpgs better i do like the music better than any of the other rpg like it's like i'm I'm excited to edit this episode because i'll get to listen to some of the music again and trying to pick the right songs and stuff it's fucking good music man um and it's i don't know i i I know that a lot of people are going to be excited when they see Chrono Trigger as the episode this week, and they're going to like come into it like, yeah, the fucker, yeah. And then it started off kind of slow, and then I kind of shit all over your game. And it's not well, that I'm shitting all over it. it, it it's just, it's like I said, it's the intro to a lot of art. Like, if you're yeah. not an RPG player, this is a great one, you know, great one to start with. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. it's the Animal Farm to 1984. It's the, yeah. You know, I've never, I have no, I've never read those books. What? I don't Did know you what. even pass high school? Yeah, but I never read either of those books. Did you have them read to you? No. No? No. They mm. just made us draw pictures. God damn it. 
Special ed. No. <laughs> High school was so much easier when you were in it. Uh, no, it's it's good. It um it's it is it's good. I'm sorry if I'm shitting on it. It's 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 one of the most sought after mm-hmm. titles to Super Nintendo collectors. Oh, when you I, read lists, it's like a top three game on almost everyone's. I think Earthbound's one of them. Chrono Trigger, and then Ugh. Turtles in Time is on the list too. Yeah, and yeah. those cartridges are like a thousand bucks. Earthbound is is absolutely insane. I think Earthbound has come down a little bit now that it's getting released on everything. Mm-hmm. Whereas Chrono Trigger is still. You can get it. Uh, on your I'm iPhone. gonna close my phone, my door here because someone's making noise. Say something. Well, I don't know what to say, but you can get the. I downloaded Chrono Trigger on my iPhone, and you can get all the Square, yeah, yeah, Square Software, Square Enix on iPhones now. But I just mean that, like, you know, I mean for people that don't want to play it on their phone, because you're right, that's a great idea. So they they ported it from the phone to the computer. So instead of having like their own like computer version, right? They have the touchscreen. Like it is the worst port ever Uh, on uh, Steam. I think like right click, save as, and. No, it, uh, it has like touch screen controls. They want you to like, I don't know. That's dumb. I, I, I didn't buy it I because I got it on my phone being like, oh, this is, you know, mobile. I don't have a Switch yet. I'm getting one for Christmas. And nice. Like, yeah, my girlfriend's pumped. But but like, but like it, but that's what I'm saying though is like it's not on Switch. Like really? There's nowhere to get on Switch. You can't get it on there. It wasn't on the Super Nintendo Classic, uh, which I understand because... I wonder if that's because Square doesn't have like a licensing agreement with Nintendo anymore. Or? I don't know because like... Final Fantasy 3 was on the Super Nintendo Classic. Yeah. You know, like it's, and Square themselves have said that they're putting a bunch of Final Fantasy games on the Switch next year. Oh, that, so, and that could be it, <clears> that it's just like the later, Chrono, later content. Maybe, because Chrono Trigger just doesn't get any love anywhere. Oh, yeah. The other thing I was going to say, <clears throat> and I never played it, everyone tells me that the 3DS version is like the definitive way to play this game. Yeah. So I think that's why I didn't know there was another like another weapon for chrono trigger i think like in the snes for i don't know i gotta look into this my buddy just told me this the other day and i'm yeah. like what? 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 it's like being a kid again yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but i think they added a bunch of stuff in the 3ds the and 3DS i'm not one. i'm not absolutely sure like sure. i'm i'm really just like so fucking calm down yeah. nerds I've, calm I've down just baffled that i missed stuff when i was a kid because i played the fuck out of this if game. you don't believe tyler you can go see him he lives at no <laughs> <laughs> um that's what they say is that it's like i hope it comes to switch because the thing is honestly like i mean the phone seems cool i was really excited to have it on vita and then it sucked and i hated it but it's like yeah the phone's okay like the sometimes running around's a little bit hard because right. i'm old and oh i'd much rather I, have but like i'd have a button or a joystick any day like, than I, or a thumbstick but. right like drop it on switch you know what i mean like give me because like, i think portable is the way to like when i played final fantasy 9 for the first time i played it on my vita so mm-hmm. it was completely portable and it was bite-sized chunks it was perfect yeah and i think i prefer my rpgs that way give me something that i can like take on the go play for 15 minutes pause you know what i mean like put it to sleep pick it up play as opposed to sitting in front of my tv and having to play play till i get to a save point save play till i get i think that's the way to go and honestly if you gave me chrono because i've been playing it on my super nintendo classic because mm-hmm. i'm a i'm a, I'm a hacker. hacker i'm a hacker uh <laughs> thanks to youtube hacker man um i've been playing it that way but if you could give it to me on something portable mm-hmm. that i could play like I, I i would probably finish it i probably wouldn't criticize all those endings and all the side quests and shit as hard as I do because it'd be a lot little bite-sized chunks that I could play on my own. Well, and that's it. I've been enjoying this. You know, I played for 15 minutes before I go to bed or yeah, at yeah. work when I can steal a moment or if my lunch break isn't riveting conversation with the 60-year-old men that I work with. Oh, wow. They're great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're listening I, to the podcast. Yeah, I'm sure little, they are. They don't, even, they don't even know what a podcast is. Nope. I, uh... I'm just surprised it hasn't gotten more love. You know, like Earthbound for a long time, everyone was like, how come they're not putting Earthbound on anything? And I know for the virtual console, the big problem with it was the music. 
mm-hmm. and then they finally got licensing for some music or something and now it's on everything like yeah. it's on all the virtual consoles it's on the 3ds virtual console it's on the super nintendo classic like it's everywhere and and i think and i lo- and i love earthbound but i mean obviously like chrono trigger is chrono trigger right like mm-hmm. it's it's i think a lot of people put it ahead of earthbound ahead of the final fantasies like it's there it's right there i put it ahead of the final fantasies because again the nostalgia sure and because it was my intro to rpgs right. where i played the first one and, i played through so there's there's a you know i a huge biased <laughs> reason and i recognize but that's that, okay though that uh final fantasy 6 and final fantasy 9 have way more fleshed out stories and are way more mm-hmm. you know way bigger games and um just as new, I haven't played Final Fantasy IX since it first came out, and I think either I want to play Earthbound now. Actually, it's, so it's either Earthbound or Final Fantasy IX is going to be my next playthrough. Right, right, but they're but they're both readily available on things, mm-hmm. and I'm really just like. I don't, because like, I, I can't imagine it's the Square Nintendo deal because Square Nintendo have made friends up, like they've made friends again now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like, if maybe Square and someone again is listening to this and like, that's why, you know, but like, nah, it's, it's such a popular game and it's so it's beloved. It's because of Chrono Cross. It was because of the sequel. I guess. They were like, whoa, what did we do? What did we do? Kill, kill it all. Because it's not it anywhere. <laughs> and it seems insane because people would buy it everywhere if it was out. I'm just picking on everybody who might like Chrono Cross. The only people that don't want it released on everything are the collectors that have it or are selling it because it's worth so much right now. Yeah. Uh, okay, buddy. Um, so for anyone that, that listened to this that really loves Chrono Trigger and is disappointed, uh, Tyler is here defending you. Tyler loves Chrono Trigger. I love it. And I, what do you, what would you give Chrono Trigger out of 10? 10. Solid ten. There you 10 go. Out of 10. There you go. I give it a two. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I give it like a. I give it like a. I give it a eight and a half. It's not awful, guys. And I'm not sitting here saying it's awful. Saying it's too small. I think that the world is almost too small. Right. And then saying that too many endings I, with not enough. And, and that's not necessarily a criticism. It is a personal preference. I'm right. a completionist, and I hate the idea of having to beat it 13 times. And I know I could just watch them on YouTube, but that's just not the, that's well, not Well, and you right. couldn't back in the day. Right? right. And you couldn't back in the day. And I never played it back in the day. So, so it's and, good. And, uh, and honestly, Chrono kind of sucks. Ah! Give me Frog, give me Magus. Ah! Or Magus, whatever you want to call him. But yeah, Chrono, you just don't look at me. I have red hair and I run. He's a fucking samurai. No, he's not. He's, he's a, a Ronin. fucking dance dance revolution player that got stuck in time that's true <laughs> <laughs> he does uh, dance a lot it's it's game. a good game it's a good game play it find it somewhere um and write a letter to nintendo and tell them to start fucking releasing it because yeah, they're just absolutely. sitting on money and i don't understand why and it would be huge It'd it would be, be so big yeah. you know it's obviously it's easily the one that people are the like I, i've listened to so many podcasts about the super nintendo classic and everything especially when it was coming out and that was the number like by a mile the number one game that everyone was like, how is that out on the Super Nintendo Classic? On my phone, I paid 30 bucks for it. Thirty, Really? It's $30. I think it's come down. but boy, Still, I, though. I, yeah. I got it a couple of years. I can't remember when I got it. it was, I was still in school. So there you go. If people like are, in trade school, so right. not, not high school or anything. But. but like, So if people are paying that kind of money for it on iPhones, mm-hmm. put it on the Switch on the virtual console for like 20 bucks. Yeah. And, and, and everyone like it would sell so many copies it's oh, yeah. not even funny especially if you put it on like you know they'll have that header of like oh new release as yeah. soon as people see that just like oh yeah by the way here's chrono trigger you know it'd be like what yeah, you know like yeah. i can't believe that and we'll get, we'll end this thing right? i already said we were gonna end this thing we will right away yeah. like square has announced that like final fantasy 7 9 12 are coming to switch and oh, wow. uh yeah and i'm very surprised that like they've never done something like 
like and they could do it on this like release a, a package like release like a like you remember when, like with the playstation they released like anthology and stuff and it had mm-hmm. like a final fantasy game chrono trigger and stuff like that like give us like give us dude you could release a 60 like a 70 dollar like full priced cart of chrono trigger final fantasy 4 final fantasy 5 final fantasy 6 yeah and people would buy that in a Absolutely. heartbeat i would buy I would, it. I would buy that for like about a hundred bucks, right? To that's, have it portable, all four of those games portable that you could play anywhere. About a hundred yes. bucks, hundred twenty bucks. That's that I pay that, I'm and sh- the hours you get out of that. So right? I always do dollar to hour ratio when I buy games. Now I'm so cheap. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to get eighty hours. I'm not buying. Right, it. like it just it floors me that they're sitting on this IP and not making any more money off mm-hmm. of it. But maybe you're right. Maybe there's some bears that Chrono Cross that they're just like absolutely. That's the reason. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Thanks, buddy. Yep. All right. That is going to do it for this week's episode, you guys. Thank you so much for listening, Tyler. Thank you so much for coming over. Uh, if you did not like my criticisms of your game, please don't stop listening to the podcast. Please just tell me. I'd really like to hear what you think. That's all. Just don't stop listening because I really, really need every single listener. So please keep listening. Um, it's it's not a bad game. I think I might have said that near the end. We recorded this a couple months ago. It's certainly not a bad game. I just really, as I mentioned in the intro, wonder how, wonder how much... Uh, nostalgia weighs in when it comes to loving some of these games because i just don't have the nostalgia for this one that said good game well done uh there you go guys episode 25 i waited as long as i could i finally got to chrono trigger so everyone's happy we finally got to it we're running out of super nintendo rpgs and we're only fucking two dozen episodes into this thing i think i might do one where i just rank the super nintendo rpgs i don't know i'm thinking about trying to do a couple solo ones where i just do rankings and stuff my problem with that is i'm worried about talking about the games that i haven't done an episode about yet and then wasting the episode i don't know i have ideas i have ideas for the new year if you like the show and you have an idea please message me if there's something you want to come on and talk about please message me i'd love to hear from you let's let's i want to grow the list of guests and uh and get as many people on the show as i can this isn't about uh just me and my ego and my it's mostly about my ego but it's about just a love of old video games so if you've got that we're cool i want to talk to you uh that's it you guys it's boxing day i hope that you're listening to this while you're on your way to some sales to pick up some swag or more importantly i hope you're listening to this while you're sitting at home drinking because that's what boxing day is for uh as you're as i'm uploading this i am on my way home from bc where i went to visit my in-laws family so if you're traveling drive safe get home safe merry christmas happy new year happy holidays all that stuff and i will check in with you guys again in january 2019 as we climb toward episode I don't know, what's that, 52 weeks plus 25, 77, I guess. Uh, Good enough. Thanks for listening, you guys. I really appreciate it. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Oh, yeah, I don't usually plug my comedy, but if you've heard this and you live in Edmonton and it's not January yet, I'm at the comic strip in West Edmonton Mall from the 27th to January 1st. Uh, Come by and say hi. It'd be really cool to see you. All right, good enough. Thanks, guys. Uh, Should have ended it a second ago. Good enough. All right, cheers. Merry Christmas. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs)